I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. game92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg live from Colony Square for the Peachtree Road Race. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning. You find folks in Villarica. I'm Villarica. The Wildcats. Wow. How was their season? Yeah, Wildcats had a great season. Great, great, great football season. They're always a strong football program. Okay. Let's see what happens with them. I played golf out there with... Uh, with, with, uh, with, uh, with Chief Brandon. We say, and we get, we get, shout out to uh, Jay Crowder. There's this folk out there, one, out there, out there, uh, Villa Rick. Oh, okay. Play right. for the Phoenix Sun. So the uh, part of the race right now we are watching. Yeah, is the push wheelchair. There you go. It's push wheelchair classification, and uh, it's just delightful to see. You know what? It started in 1970 with 110 people. And it has expanded to something that is so inclusive. Uh, anybody, if you want to participate in this race, there's a way that's been made for you to participate. And I think that's the wonderful thing about the Peachtree Road Race. It was this gathering of friends that took off from the old Sears building. A lot of people don't know there used to be a Sears, Sears building at the corner of Peachtree and West Paces Ferry. If you go in north on Peachtree, we get to Paces Ferry and you split Peachtree goes in Roswell. Right there on the left was a Sears. Right. It's amazing what we do with, with where Sears used to be. Because remember, Ponce Market used to be Sears, right? right? Way back in the day. So we, we, we repurposed our Sears building. But anyway, it ran for Sears, and it ran straight down P Street. Didn't go into Piedmont Park, went to Central City Park, which is now known as Woodruff Park, which is all the way down Peach Street. You know, but they changed it. They started start the stop from uh, from Linux. You make the turn on 10th and you run down into Piedmont Park, and that's that. That's the, that's been the course for so many years. We have a five-time champion, Daniel Romanchuk, is the winner of the men's wheelchair. He came in as a four-time winner. He is a five-time Peachtree champion. He won the men's wheelchair classification this morning. Before congratulations you, to him. And congratulations. And before you brought him up, all that conversation you just had about Sears and the repurposing of the city and all. This is why we're hanging around with you. 
I mean, you got you bring you bring these little nuggets. First of all, you bring Villarica nuggets, and then you're talking about places in the city. You're making this, me hungry. Well, <laughs> you are. That is looking a for an empty plate radio, already. You talking about nuggets? That's Radio 101 connection <laughs> with with the people of a certain age who remember the city. Yeah, I used to go. My grandma used to take me down there shopping. Or you know, the, when you bring up these buildings that no longer exist in parts of the city, I ain't been here that long. Okay. Been, and and by the way, I was thinking about this yesterday. I've actually been here in Atlanta longer than I lived in my hometown. Are you serious? I have. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I, it just happened that way. <laughs> you know? What's that, what's that <laughs> well, song well, about what's the face? I just born this way? Uh, yeah. yeah. I just happened this way. So. Well, you got lots of, how y'all doing? This is the security hey, people. Hey, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to see them. As long them. as they don't put cuffs on you, we're no, doing okay. No, man. I'm, I, want them to, I want them to do their job. In case it's people okay. are wondering, the minimum age... Did you know what the minimum age for this thing is? A, Ten years old. You know what? And you just mentioned something when we had Chester McNeil on. Somebody who could have been running with, with their, their baby, baby yeah. twelve years ago papooses? could come back in that child. They're probably be, walking. But they could be running. They could be running. You what know, I just mean? say to Chesley? That's they, what you said. I'm reminding you. Come up with a because, a, because a ten-year-old can run. Yeah. Well, a twelve-year-old absolutely can run. That. Right. There are eighty-five <laughs> children that are age um, that are that age entered, including one woman. Excuse me. One person, they wrote, there's a typo here, actually. You don't normally see that. Who turns 10 on July 3rd and will be racing today. So, again, these are all these, these little facts having to do with almost 47,000 runners and walkers will participate in today's race. Absolutely. 47,000. Yeah. That's a Braves game. You, That's a doubleheader right. Braves game. A absolutely. 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 <laughs> now, wait, wait. This is the one everybody's waiting on. There are nearly eight. Hundred porta potties mm. between the start. That's very important. Yeah, it is. That's very important. You <laughs> need to know why you're out there and you gotta go. There's somewhere to go. Eight hundred. You know, we don't want to have people getting behind buildings and behind trees and all that kind of. We got the porta potties out there for you. The places that make those though gotta they gotta, they gotta know when a, when a city calls up and say, okay, we got a five k, we got a ten k, we got this going on, we got a full twenty six. They know how many to sell them, folks. Absolutely. Because they said, no, you, this is going to need. And you may not think that you need. No, we want to order 500. Y'all, no, y'all going to need 800. <laughs> now, excuse me, we don't. We only have a budget for 500, sir. No, y'all going to need 800 unless you've got some real good street sweepers. And that's another thing that you and that's I have talked about. That's another thing we're talking See, about. He just repeated what I said, Gordon. Did you hear that? I hear it. Oh, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> but you did. I stole that from you because you brought it up earlier about the people working after the race. Yes. The workers that are going to be out here picking up them cups, sweeping up the cup, because people are going to be handed cups throughout the run of the race. They're going to drink, and they're going to drop the cup and keep running. And so there That's are, how you do it. There's a whole lot of folks that are going to be working today. Look at this. And, and, uh -oh. Look at the wave. The, the, all of the elite runners are going, and now they've turned loose. They've turned loose the rest of them. Oh, my goodness. The wall of humanity has started making its way down from Linux Square. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. And these are supposed to be the, these are, are runners. They're not world class, but these are people who are running and they're looking at their wrist. They're looking at their watch. They they want to improve on their time. So you, you need try to watch Gloria next to them. They might trip. I mean, we have a rosy bud thing happen there. <laughs> Was that her name? Zola, Zola bud. Zola bud. No, there you no, go. We're not going to have that happen. I'm thinking Rosie Reyes and, and, and Zola we, bud. But see, these are your world class people. And they're getting they're getting closer to us, and they're going to run by us in just now, a few what minutes. What Mr. Crenshaw is, he has a live feed for those of you who aren't watching television right now, and he's giving you that play-by-play -play because we don't know at what area they are. Again, this is going to be really interesting when they come passing through Midtown here. Looking forward to that, and it's really it's it's going to be 
the the ambient noise that comes with them because it's, we're just talking about runners, but that number of runners yeah. coming by us. I, that's what I'm looking most forward to. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. By the way, if you'd like to hit them up, Mr. Crenshaw, looking for a nice get-together uh, later on, preferably somewhere near Midtown here. Re- come by and give himself a couple <laughs> hot dogs or Polish sausage or whatever and some fries, potato salad, ribs. All, the, all those, all those. <laughs> We're looking at the women. That, that, you know what? That you can tell they're going uphill right now. That's that Sunoco. That's right there by the Shepherd Center and Piedmont Hospital. That's right where, where Chesley McNeil is right now. Is where, is where they the, the women are going to be called Cardiac Hill um, because that's the area that is most elevated of this race route. And that's where the, uh, the elite female runners are right now as they make their way toward us. So they'll, they'll be here. They'll be here really, really shortly. Now, there are people who look for these type of races throughout the country, right, and, and they, they gravitate toward them. This is the biggest 10K. 91%, though, of this year's participants are from Georgia. Now, I believe the furthest away somebody has traveled is Australia. Wow. Melbourne, Australia. They didn't run all the way here, did they? Now, that would be a story. That would, that would be. That would, that would, that would just, be just asking, just asking. You've been, you know, you been to Australia? Somebody, I have not. Would love to go. I know Melbourne is kind of like, this is all I know about Australia. A, there's nothing happening in the middle of it. Everything is on the coast. Okay. You don't go into the outback. You don't, you, you don't go in there to get that big red mountain. It looks like a, a big anthill. And there's nothing going on in the middle. But Sydney to Australia is like our Los Angeles. Okay. Melbourne is like our New York. Okay. I don't know what Perth is. Maybe that's, you know, uh, Portland. I don't know. You have, <laughs> you have to say that right. <laughs> you know. Um, it rain a lot or something? That's what you're trying to say? Per- no, I'm just saying. I, that's the makeup, the makeup of Australia. And New Zealand, which would be the equivalent of where Cuba is to us, they ain't let no Americans in there. Okay. You got you go there to work, but when you go, you got to get up out of here. That's it. That, you can't stay there. You can't relocate. You can't live there. For whatever reason, they don't want people moving into that country. You got to know somebody. Okay, <laughs> you just get going. It might, might help you to know somebody. Uh, we have a regular um, on our show, but we haven't have, had him on the show in a while. And I don't know why that is. I'm going to blame it on you. Well, but, I mean, thanks yeah, I'm going to blame lot. it on you because you have so many other things going on. You forget to remind me, we haven't talked to the commission in a while. Yeah. Gordon Robinson, who's here working with the 103. He's been, you know, we have, we've worked with Gordon for years, right? He left, he came back, he worked, he came back. But he puts out. A weekly, is it bi-weekly, bi-monthly or weekly? No, it's weekly. Weekly, the commissioner's conversation. Did I get that right? Commissioner's conversation. We haven't had you on in a while, man. First of all, not the NBA is over with. Where have you been focusing your sports muscles on? Man, the NBA is not over with. Well, the deals and all that stuff. I mean. That's not over either. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, but it's just the deals. So one of the things that I talk about on the commissioner's conversation that I'm going to focus on this week that everybody wants to talk about, once again, is Kyrie Irving. I call him the gift that keeps on giving. He's the gift. Like, there's nothing that you can never just say Kyrie Irving is X, Y, Z, and then put a period at the end. You can never finish the statement because it's always open-ended with Kyrie Irving. And now you have Kevin Durant on the same end. He wants to be traded. I've seen a trade. Where Golden State is going, or they're talking about, it's rumored to be, Golden State is rumored to be bringing Kevin Durant back, but they're giving up all of the youngsters. Yeah, they can't do that. I mean, that's nah, all it is, a I don't rumor. Think that and I don't see him going back there. Yeah. Why go back there? They don't want him because, first of all, 
what the first time he were to walk in the door, what's Draymond, Draymond Green going to do? Draymond's going to agree. He's going to say something. He said, well, when he joined the team, he said, we don't need you because we just won it. And when he was there, he said, we don't need you and your nonsense because we don't, you know, we want it. Now that they've won it again without him, he definitely don't want him there. Well, I think Draymond understands Draymond's game. He knows his game is declining. He also has gone out on different podcasts to say that when Kevin Durant was there, they actually did need him because Steph wasn't the, the, the I'll put everything on my back and then I'll take us to the promised land like we just saw him do in the finals this past finals to win the championship. Well, he pulled the Dwayne Wade. He did the same thing Wade did in Miami. Right, right to look okay. for LeBron. He, he hey, stepped was, aside. It's all about the big picture, right? right? So I'm, 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 I'm going through that because everyone loves – talking about those issues but i'm also looking at my son my son uh he's my producer and engineer for my keep it in the family but, but guess what you haven't seen him in a while the kid is like six two shouts out to dj reese but he's also six two all right okay okay <laughs> and, all right all and right. i'm looking at him and we're scrolling through so when when nba when the free agent day hit and everybody's signing and having this big money these 225 million dollar contracts these 200, 115. Right. Jalen Brunson is getting 100 million from the Knicks. And I'm looking at him saying, Look, bro, do you see why I used to give you private lessons in basketball? Oh, my goodness. Not private I, knew you, I knew you were going to be 6'2, but what did he do? He, want, he wanted to, he, he's followed me around radio. He's DJing. He's booking gigs all over the place. Because he knows that sports is a shelf life. <laughs> he wants to be able to, he wants to work until his. 40s or 50s possibly but, and make some noise. And, and with that, though, but we, we have a good time with that. He still loves basketball. But also I wanted to uh, – one of the things that I want to talk about because I, I got – I had – I'm out at a – at uh, Blend's 2 Cigar Bar over in Hapeville on Mondays. Okay. And one of the things I was talking about was the Freddie Freeman issue. The whole thing with Freddie Freeman, Freddie Freeman coming out, realizing that the contract – that was offered to him wasn't well. Quote unquote, you, you have to believe the you have stories to believe that you're the story. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But the the sobbing and weeping in oh, front yeah. of the crowd for what was about 10, 10 minutes at at, oh. at least. As a teammate of Freddie Freeman, now that he's come over, okay, I get it. You got a little emotional. I'll give you a couple minutes. But to carry on and to go on and on and to act like you don't want to be here anymore and just got to kind of have the puppy dog eyes the rest of the game. Well, wait, he didn't want to be what? He here in, in Atlanta? In, no, 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 being be, – Or with his L.A. He, teammates. He, he treated it as if I'd rather be in Atlanta than be in L.A. It was almost, almost like I wish I was home again. You know, it was almost like looking at the ex – that you let get away because oh, you you, oh, oh my goodness. you you took advantage or you know you, you took that, for granted. You gonna bring that analogy? Into it. <laughs> you took her for granted, oh, oh and she dear. shows up with a guy who's got a, a, a Rolex on and some thousand dollars shoes, and he's pulling up in the Mercedes Benz, and you want that old thing back. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have a woman on your arm already. Yeah. Okay. So how's she supposed to be looking at you, looking at her? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, but she knew you were going home to see the ex, you know, the 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 ex family, if you will. They knew that. They she she knew that to use your analogy. But here's the. But thing. she didn't know she was going to have to write, wipe the drool off your lip. Well, when you got actually, there. Actually, 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 <laughs> let's change this analogy because we're going to get in trouble here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, we are. Sam yeah, and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine game. It's going down a slippery slope here. That is the commission. He is joining us. I tell you what. Let's we got, we got, we got the we got the motorcycles here. The the, uh, the world class female runners are are near. They're very nearby. 
Um, we have something we want to let you know about, and I, I think this is the time because I'm looking at the clock that we have down here. Um, Eric, are you ready to let the audience know about stuff that's coming up? Is it time, or are you still working on it? He's gonna he's helping us out upstairs, Sam, with something. Okay. I haven't heard from him, so I guess not. So we'll continue talking Braves with you. Okay. You were gonna uh, let us know about. Um, you had a read for us, Eric. I do have a read, but you have a, a little bit more time if you want to talk to the commission for about another minute. I am. I'm gonna let you do this all right now. That's what we talked about. Well, you were gonna dive. <laughs> <Knock it out. laughs> we're gonna dive into the history of culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at the secret and not so secret guidelines that the big leaguers follow while playing the game of baseball. Ron and Jimmy give you the players' perspective on bat flips, bean balls, brawls, and much more. This week's episode is entitled Gamesmanship. Chatting up your opponent, faking out a base runner, heckling the fielder. All of these are forms of baseball gamesmanship that are used by some of the best players in baseball. This week's guest on Unwritten is former major leaguer Sean Casey. And Sean has a crazy story about Alex Rodriguez. Download Unwritten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There you go. We have got the – oh, man. You're right, Sam. The top female runners are passing by right now. Look at the media vehicle right there with all the cameras uh, in front of them as they go by. I didn't see nobody with a 90 down the game camera up there. Yeah, no, but there we go. <laughs> but, the, but the top female runners, and they are rolling right now. They are moving by, headed down to, uh, to 10th Street. They're going to make that left turn and head down into Piedmont Park, and we're going to watch and see who the winner's going to be. we got a pack of about five up front. Somebody's going to pull away here. They're going to hit that turn on, on 10th Street, and somebody's going to get that extra gear. And somebody, somebody else, the bear, going to jump on their back, and they're going to say, oh, as far as I can go. You know what I mean? But somebody's going to pull away here, and that's going to be a sprint to the finish. And, that, and that's the fun thing. This group has stayed together. These five runners have stayed together. They've broken away from everybody else. But now somebody's got to decide who the winner's going to be. And that's always the fun part of an event like this. And they this. have kicked up, yeah, they kicked up the pace, too. Yeah, but it have. seems like right here, 14th Street, because they know they got four blocks to go in, and they go, like you said, do a Bugs Bunny, make that left turn at Albuquerque, now, and call it a day. Now, what kind of pace car was that? That was a, a, like a BMW. A nice BMW. It, it was a, it BMW, was. the official car of the Atlanta Peach, uh, the Atlanta Journal <laughs> Constitution. Peachtree Road Race. As a matter of fact, they ought to get us one of them to ride around here when we get done here today. I would love it. Who do we need to call? Oh, look at that. Whoa, hey. We got WCW dog going on over yeah, here. No, we got we got the puppies out here this morning. Speaking of which, yeah, yeah. speaking of which. Now, now which race, what shirt is that, bro? He's got a shirt on. Okay, okay. I don't want a shirt. That's not the shirt. I have a question for you. I just saw you, shirt. You, you, he's like an eight-year-old, man. Eight, he's <laughs> cracking me up. I love this. we got to come back and talk about what I had to ask you. But we're also going to switch gears, talk. That's like me at basketball. Karen Pustina, tennis panorama. She's going to join us next. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom live from Century. <laughs> I almost said something else here. Colony Square for the Peachtree Road Race. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the deal is done.
Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg live from the Peachtree Road Race right here in beautiful Colony Square. Yeah. The the renovated, just just state of the art Colony Square. It is that. Brand new atrium, brand new br- d- concert area, all manner of new shops, and just bright and shiny. It's like a, a brand new car, man. Yep. The Colony Square got that yeah, new the car The kind smell. of cars we got riding by here. We got some pretty nice rides coming through here as some of the top runners uh, in the men's and women's uh, uh, world-class uh, competitions going on. Severi Tavari has won the women's uh, event. She's a world record holder. And Ronix Caprudo is leading. He has pulled away from the men's event right now. He passed by us just a couple of minutes ago. He's about to hit the park right now and be the first finisher in the men's uh, world-class classification. Well, as we sit here and look at world-class athletes and some of our neighbors here in a little bit. There's yeah, a woman who's going to join us right now who's also looking at world-class athletes. And there's some funny stuff going on, too, over there. I think it's funny. Between <laughs> between some of the play, <coughs> excuse me, some of the play, and, and was it Nick Kyrgios? Is that my saying his name right? Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios, that's it. And and he has, he has become... By the way, you got the one up. In the, you got the bad boy up in the broadcast booth, but this guy has decided, I am going to be the person who wears this black hat in the world of tennis. Because you know you gotta you gotta beat me not only physically, but you, now you gotta beat me mentally. Because I know how to push your buttons. You said he showed up at a press conference yesterday wearing a Dennis Rodman shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was that was epic. Like I said, it's been fun down here. Let's welcome her back second time this weekend, as the uh, as biggest tennis tournament in the world continues at Wimbledon. Karen Pastena from Tennis Panorama joining Sam and Greg here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game dot com. Hey Karen, how you doing this morning? Hey, good. Good morning. So you're talking about uh, bad boy Nick Kyrgios here, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, back for something think... else. <laughs> But uh, I, I, think I, mean, is, I think this tournament, though, Karen, Karen, I think this tournament, he has taken it upon himself because we've been – people that watch tennis, we've been saying this for a minute, that he is that person. But I think he has embraced it, this tournament, this year. And maybe because we're on the backside of, you know, the, uh, the, the pandemic and people are watching in a way they haven't the last few years. But he has decided, and by the way, it could be very beneficial to him to be the person who wears that hat. And tennis needs it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's kind of been the bad boy in a sense for a while because you never know when he comes out to play if he's going to put on the quote-unquote black hat or just chill out and play. Um, well, the other day uh, when he beat uh, number four seed uh, Stefano Sissipas, I mean, it was kind of like uh, how could I put this? It wasn't necess- It was more. Uh, how can I say this? Good shots and whatnot between them, but also dumpster fire in terms of, of attitude, uh, actually between both of them. I mean, it got so bad that even Stefano Sissipas was aiming shots at Kyrgios. And these guys are supposedly friends. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Nick is... He's, he's brilliant. He can be brilliant on the court when he wants to be, when he's you know invested in the in the match. Um, I mean, it, it seems like he gets he gets pumped up to play top players, uh, and of course the big three, big four. Um, and there are days where he plays to the level of his opponent, which could be good or could be bad. So yeah. <laughs> 
Folks, we're spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Karen Christina. She is social. You can find her on Twitter at, at Tennis uh, News TPN, Tennis News TPN. Uh, always great to catch up with you. Okay, so we, we, we last time we talked, I asked you who you were taking in that match, and you said, Nick, can he hold it together? Seems like he can do those things, those antics, that gamesmanship, as we like to call it, uh, mm -hmm. but it doesn't detract from his game and his effort. No, it doesn't. I know. It's uh, crazy, isn't it? Because there are very few people who can be, you know, have a bit of a temper or whatnot on court and keep their composure and keep their concentration. But apparently he can. Now, today, he is playing American Brandon Nakashima, who was a finalist last year at the Atlanta Open. Um, now, Brandon is pretty quiet and reserved, so... I, I don't know whether or not, I mean, he's 20 years old, so I don't know whether or not he'll react to uh, Nick's nonsense, as it were. You know, we'll see. I mean, I really, I'm, I mean, Kyrgios has a, more of an experience and everything, so I really do think he's going to win this match. But um, right now, if I'm looking at that bottom half of the draw, Nadal's in that half, I mean, the, uh, the big obstacle Nadal has to overcome is Kyrgios if he gets to the semifinals. And if that's going to be, if it's Nicholas, if, if it's Nick Kyrgios versus Rafa Nadal in the finals, that is super popcorn, that's super popcorn, because Kyrgios has beaten Nadal a couple of times. So, oh, I, I can't wait to see that if it happens. But, of course, I can't, can't you know, can't count out the opponent, the, you know, his opponents coming up, so... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's Karen Pustain at Tennis Panorama. Join the Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Broadcasting live from the Peachtree Road Race right here. We are in the heart of Midtown Atlanta. You know, not long after you got off the air with us on Saturday, Coco Goff, well, you know, she exited the tournament. Your yep. thoughts on that match and what's going on on the women's side right now? Um, well, as far as Coco Goss match, she um, she made so many errors on her forehand side, and she wasn't getting her first serves in. And her opponent, Amanda Nisimova, you know, she could see that her forehand wasn't working for her and kept targeting it and targeting it, and that's what happened. You know, she she uh, targeted it and, and beat her. I mean, they used to play each other in the juniors, and they've only played each other once as pros. But still, yeah, I'm sure that was a very disappointing loss. Disappointing loss for Coco because um, her, you know, it was basically errors that did her in and on her forehand side. Um, as far as the women are concerned, well, we had a big upset the other day when the number one player in the world, um, Iga Swiatek, lost to French veteran Alize Cornet and stopped her 37-match win streak. Um, so right now. I see left in the women's draw at Wimbledon is Angevur of Tunisia. And at this point in time, I would make her the, the favorite. She, this season, she's, I believe, 9-0 on grass, on grass court tournaments. So I'm going to pick her to win this. But, you know, the tournament's been, you know, lots of upsets and whatnot. So you never know. But at this point in time, I'm picking Angevur. You know what, though? You look at the women's draw. I'm going to go with some people who are going to be on the court today, uh, Bedosa and, that, and, and Halep. And maybe the winner mm -hmm. from that match might be the one. You're talking and Halep, someone who has experience in, in winning Grand Slams and being in this area. Harmony Tan is still out there. 
And I don't know how many people yeah. thought she would still be out there after she beat Serena, but she's still a factor. I know, I know. Uh, and uh, we'll have to see how Anisimova handles her uh, Harmony's um, junk ball hits, so to speak. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because it's hard to you know difficult to predict how Harmony's gonna play because you know she's she's a youngster herself and right now she has really no pressure. I mean, Anisimova is a seated player. She's the one who should win, but hey. That's why they play the game, as Howard Cosell used to say a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Howard wow, Cosell Howard, Howard Cosell. You would bring back Howard Cosell. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, they, they did something special. I mean, for years, they didn't play tennis on the middle Sunday at Wimbledon. They did yesterday, but they had a very special event where they brought back all of these champions, all of these greats, and there were a handful that didn't come back, but... Uh, it was amazing to see them there to, to celebrate the 100th uh, anniversary of center court and hear Roger Federer at least say he plans to come back and play again. Yes, I mean, I can't imagine him not trying to play Wimbledon one more time. I mean, he's won the tournament eight times. That's his special place. But definitely when he came out yesterday, he had probably the biggest round of applause because it was such a surprise that he was, he was actually there and showing up at, on a tennis court, even though he wasn't going to be playing. But having all those old, the, all those champions there was really nice to see. But there were a few that were absent. Of course, the person who has the most Wimbledon singles title was not there, and that's Martina Navratilova. She has nine, but she, she got COVID, so she, she couldn't make it. And there were also a couple others that didn't come. Um, for one... Um, um, Maria Sharapova, she's pregnant, but also she's Russian, and they probably, even if she had not been pregnant, I don't think they would have Oops. invited her back because she's Russian. Because uh, you know, no Karen, Belarusians, listen, no Russians participating at Wimbledon this year, so. Yeah, this, this glorified exhibition. That's the way, that's the way tennis. <laughs> well, not really. They, 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 well, they, they're paying a nice check. They're paying them a nice well, check. Well, it's not an exhibition if you're getting this money, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, if you got a kind of money, yeah. that don't make it an exhibition. Uh, listen, Karen, as always, we thank you. We'll be checking in. Uh, what's the next one? U.S. Open, right? Yeah. We'll be checking back yep, in. Yeah, U.S. Open. Enjoy the rest of your holiday your, your holiday weekend. That's right in her backyard, so she you know, she ain't got to worry about it. She can yep. jump in a, an Uber and go on down there. Well, well, last year she went over there and she had, almost got flooded. She had to get a boat back home. Yeah, I know, the so rain. Ho oh, hopefully yeah. you won't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's hope not. Karen, enjoy the rest of Enjoy the rest of your Fourth of July. Thank you very much for getting up and joining us, and, and thank you for yeah, all the Yeah, have a good one, guys. Happy Fourth of the show. Take Thanks. care. Same to you now. Karen Pristana right. from Tennis Panorama. Right. Hey, want well, to remind you, Kenny Maine has joined the Odyssey family with his new podcast, Hey Maine. Each week, Kenny will talk to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot: athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about anyone else. Two episodes debuted this week: Berman, Ben Schwartz. Um, listen, download Hey Maine on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Mr. Crenshaw and I are live in the heart of Midtown, right in front of Colony Square, right in front of the Starbucks. We are going to be back in a minute. Eric's world is going to join us, but we're going to continue talking about this race. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You can take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Did you know you can play the game from any smart-enabled device? Just tell your device to play Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game from Odyssey.
Now, get the latest on your Falcons, Hawks United, or anything else Atlanta sports related. Try today and start listening from anywhere. Try it on your favorite smart device now. From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. You want to beat the books? The one great truism in sports betting is that some trends just don't make any sense. Take the Seattle Mariners and the Oakland A's, for example, two division rivals who should be beating each other senseless. Instead, the Mariners have won 17 of their last 19 straight up. They beat Oakland at home, they beat them on the road, and probably if you're in Oakland, they beat you in your dreams. So take the Mariners' money line because the A's aren't getting better anytime soon. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. Not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. There's a reason Comcast Business powers more businesses than any other provider. Actually, there's a few. Comcast Business offers the fastest reliable network, the peace of mind that comes with Security Edge, helping to protect all your connected devices, and the most reliable 5G mobile network. Want me to keep going? I can. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need Comcast Business. Technology solutions that put you ahead and give you serious savings. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with internet for $30 a month with no annual contract required. Plus, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Offer ends 8-28-2022. Restrictions apply. Enrollment in EcoBill and AutoPay required. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Equipment, installation, taxes, and other fees extra and subject to change. Comcast Business Mobile utilizes the network with the most root metrics 5G data reliability wins in 2H 2021. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with a push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Another sports flash. Just moments away. Hey man, Mike Bell here for ESOG Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Dial 678-ESOG now. If you've got problems with your foundation, maybe you've got flooding in the neighborhood, cracks in the walls, rut row, can't sell your house with that kind of stuff going on, you need a warranty that provides a lifetime of support, and that's what ESOG offers. Guys, they're a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. Once again, guys, making the 2028 5,000 list of the fastest growing private companies in America, it's ESOG. Dial 678-ESOG now. Dial 678-ESOG now. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. 
At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us, no matter how big or small your business is. Earn back when you spend, get exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help level up your business. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards and Partnership Program today. Minimum purchase required. Earnings and paint rewards awarded as Lowe's e-gift cards. Exclusions, restrictions, and more terms apply. Filed through 1231-22. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. U.S. only. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game Sports Flash. Brought to you by Bader Scott Accident Attorneys. After an accident, don't wait. Dial 8. Call 404-888-8888. I'm Caleb Johnson. Atlanta United left Yankee Stadium on Sunday with a well-earned point after a 2-2 draw with NYCFC. The Five Stripes with Tiago Almada back from his suspension gave up an early goal from New York in the 37th minute before trading back and forth in the 56th and 58th. However, super sub Dom Dwyer came on and gave Atlanta the equalizer in the 86th. Head coach Gonzalo Pineda believes the draw was well-earned against such a talented team. At the end of the game, we push for the victory, we push for the tie first and then push for the victory. So credit uh, and, and a good statement for my team that never quit, never surrender, and, and they, they got a point out of that. The Braves finishing up their latest road trip in Cincinnati had the chance to sweep the Reds and were headed in that direction in the fourth as Marcelo Zuna got the offense started. Swing and a drive deep left. Ozuna does do that. A long home run into the second deck. Chip Carey on the call. The Braves' bats would go silent till the ninth when Ozuna hit his second shot of the day, followed by Michael Harris, who tied it at three. Unfortunately, the Reds managed to walk it off four to three, spoiling an impressive start from Charlie Morton, who went seven innings without giving up a run while striking out ten. Tonight, Kyle Wright gets the start against Dakota Hudson as the Braves begin a homestand against the Cardinals. First pitch is set for 7:20. Keeping you up to date on Atlanta sports when it happens. I'm Caleb Johnson from the Kia Studios on your home of Saturday's Atlanta United match versus Austin FC. Kickoff at seven. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Like the 4th of July. Just out for a good time on 4th of July. What are we celebrating on the 4th of July? Our independence. Happy 4th from Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg live from the heart of Midtown Atlanta, right in front of beautiful Colony Square for the, what number is this race? 53rd. 53rd, as Sam Crenshaw says. If we're wrong, blame it on him. Beautiful Peachtree Road race out here. We are broadcasting right where the you know the the, the U turn is. If you were coming to the Colony Square, stop by, say hello. Lots of fifty Fifty second. They started the nineteenth. Calling it audible here. The fifty second right, yeah. Peachtree Road race. But the first 
one with 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 attendees and a one-day race since the pandemic. Yeah, put it that way. And since 2019 was the last time they ran this race like this. Uh, everybody running on the same day, right? And spectators able to come out and enjoy it. And uh, it is it is back. Almost 50,000 people participating. We have seen uh, the world-class athletes uh, pass by us and, was, uh, and, and go by quickly. Yeah, that's uh, what supposed to do. <laughs> so I don't think what I don't know what wave this is. I don't know this is like the third or fourth wave we're looking at right now. But remember what we talked we talked with Chesley McNeil before things got started. This race is being run under a yellow, a caution condition because of the humidity, and that's only gonna get worse as the temperature rises uh, as the later uh, groups get started in this race. Been seeing some interesting hairdos. When you say caution, that means people folks can't pass each other in NASCAR. Well, folks are passing each other all over the place. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's like if you know you don't do this all the time and you're out here doing this, you need to be, you know, you need to stay in your lane. Uh, Cullen, don't, are, don't, don't come out here and act like you're in the Olympic trials and you know you ain't been doing this in a minute. I, come out here and enjoy it. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Like we said, we got the hydration stations throughout this event. Uh, we've seen the EMTs. EMTs on bicycles, EMTs on like those uh, bobcat things. They, they, they're, they're, they're all over the place in case there's anyone in distress today. Everybody looks like they're, they're look, look like they're, they're, they're in good shape. We're seeing some people choosing to walk a little bit and, and whatnot. If you know that, that's that's the thing, you know, you're not going for the Olympic, you know. And, well, and the I, folks I, that are aren't they ain't here no more. They're they already, already they'd already gone. They already gone, right? But 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 you know what, Greg. A lot of people do this for a lot of reasons. Absolutely. A lot of people do this uh, in, in honor of, of someone. A lot of people do it to represent a, a health, I think that personally, that they've overcome or dealt with, and they make the Peachtree Road Race that that landmark thing that they do uh, to celebrate that. And, and, and so people run this race for a lot of reasons. Obviously, a lot of people are here because it's, it's the 4th of July. Right. It's Independence Day in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's what we do, one of the ways we, we celebrate uh, the holiday here. And so a lot of people take part in that. But this event this race means a lot of different things to a lot of people and they're all able to do it the way we normally do it here and we're thankful for that here in what the you're July. saying to put it put it in a, in a much smaller bundle here is this of the 47,000 people that are participating in this race there are probably 40,000 individual stories worth oh absolutely telling. absolutely absolutely very much, so, very much. Uh, again, Sam and Greg Swartz uh, broadcasting live from the Peachtree Road Race right here in the heart of heart of Midtown, in front of Colony Square. We are, what, an hour and 47 minutes into the, sh into the uh, race or into our show. Two things that I have noticed. Mm -hmm. One is that I have seen some actors. I have seen some people in show business run by. Not name. I'm not saying Tom Hanks went running by, but I've seen some people who I have auditioned with and running and I've heard from a casting director already who's already you know and they want to know where where we are broadcasting so as the film industry is here in the state of Georgia you got a lot of people that are participating in this race from the film industry you got some interesting costumes the, uh, going by us and too. hairdos too but the <laughs> other but the other thing costume, that's, that's really man. funny though <laughs> is our is our engineer Cullen said something a minute ago that I wanted to say he said I've been here I don't know when it started, but we've been here an hour and 48 minutes. He says, I ain't seen one fat dude. <laughs> you know, you know why, you know why though? They're in the back group. They're, they're in that group that hadn't started yet. You know, uh, they're probably just showing up at Lennox. They probably had a nice breakfast, and they're going to walk it down. They're going to half walk, half run. You know what I mean? Take some pictures, take some selfies with Chesley. They're going to do all those things on their way down. And you get that shirt. 
And you we, get shirt. We, 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 we had the uh, director all talking about the different shirts and where they're going to get. The people that work this on a regular basis, that are a part of, that have been a part of the fabric of this race, some from the beginning, they could not be prouder of this event. You know, there's a lot of things that go on in Atlanta. And we may mention some other things first when you think about Atlanta and the sporting events or concerts or whatever that takes place here. This is one of the gold standard events of this state. And for the state, but and the think people. about the people who come from other states. Oh, we, we know that, but I'm yeah. saying the people who put it together here, the people who, who work this, you know, talking about it during the winter months, talking about it in the spring, you know, getting ready for this one particular day. Um, again, couldn't be prouder, and we love having them come on the show and talk to us Absolutely. about it because Absolutely. It's, it's like somebody putting together, you know, like something at Christmas time or, or or a birthday of something like that. And especially this time because you're able to do it, and you haven't been able to do it this way for for, for a couple of years, and so to be able to return to this, that's that, that, that that's a, a, a really big part of it. Really that's quickly, the, I just wanted to say, I just want to kind of interject. One of our very own, Chandra Kinsey, is participating in the Peachtree Road Race today. So okay. she'll be coming up. I think she said her heat starts around, uh, she'll be starting, I think, around 8.30ish, somewhere 8:30? around. 8.30? Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. So okay. she's listening live on the Odyssey app. We have, uh, we've set the table here for what is going down, and we'll continue talking about this race, but this is the segment we normally talk to uh, our, our producer, Eric Slaughter. This is Eric's world. But I have a feeling while we, we thought about – you know, maybe putting it on the back burner. Eric said, if you got something going on, you know, you know, we can always do this. I said, no, nah, because I would imagine you'd have something tied in the 4th of July. So let me bring Eric on right now. What do you got for Eric's world today, man? Well, you know, guys, I was sitting up here this morning, and once again, thank you to Chelsea McNeil coming on and giving us the weather forecast. And he said that later today is a chance of some showers or thunderstorms and you know, after working this morning and going home, taking a little nap and getting up and having a little food, I'm just going to settle in and find me a good Fourth of July movie. And I started thinking about, you know, what kind of patriotic movie I was going to watch today, Get kind of get into that Fourth of July theme. And, Greg, would you be in the, 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 the movie patriarch that you are? And, Sam, I want to get your guys' opinion. Should I, should I do The Patriot or Born on the Fourth of July? Or, or should I get a, a sports theme, maybe a Rocky, Rocky Four? Little, little, little uh, America versus the, the, the Russia, Drago and Rocky. So, guys, give me some help. What should I watch on this 4th of July movie binge type of evening? Are you going to binge? You're not doing any sports today? I mean, I'll watch the Braves at some point, you know, but I might flip back and forth. You know, you don't got to catch the Braves in the in the ninth inning because they, they like to play the comeback kids. So, you know, maybe maybe by the time I'll the fourth inning, I mean, ninth inning rolls around, it'll be already 10 o'clock. I need something to watch around 530 or 6. I say Independence Day. Independence. Oh. I love that part where Will Smith gets where Will Smith gets out and he slaps that alien. <laughs> when he's in the, he's see, in the now, desert. Every time you mention his name, see, this is this is why I ain't on Will Smith right now. I'm, I'm just, off I'm, of him. I'm just I'm saying. I'm just while. saying. Independence Day. Just punch watch him. He, he slaps that alien. He's a, it's, it's hot <laughs> out here. You yeah, smelling? Punch the alien. <laughs> Did yeah. you watch it? I'm not one to just watch a movie because of the holiday attached to it. Like, oh, come I'm not on. Jumping, I'm not jumping into a bunch. Now, hang on a second. I'm not jumping into a bunch of Christmas movies just because it's Christmas. Obviously, we can get into this whole debate about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. But no, I'm watching Die Hard because that. I will watch it. I want to. We're not doing But that. I'll tell you what I would do. I would suggest. What haven't you watched that you've been wanting to? 
Eric, what, what, what's the movie you've been putting on the back burner, or you know that it's it's sitting there on? Well, you know, well, I still, I still, I still haven't watched. You know, you still on the Will Smith? I hate kick. I still haven't watched Richard. Yeah, I know. I'm, so okay, I still well, got to watch you know. that. Um, ugh, man, other than that, that's probably the only one that's on my list because I'm not going to a movie theater. You would, you couldn't pay me to go to the movie theater on a holiday weekend. I like going. Really? I don't know. Sam will go to you. No, buy the popcorn. He pay for it. Yeah, no, not, the, cr- the, the crowds that not. the crowds that they expect on a holiday weekend. No, I, I wait till Tuesday if I have to. No, no, I'm gonna find something on on the platform of uh, something that's streaming, something that I got to pay for, unfortunately. But I, I'll find something and enjoy it in the comfort of the of the living room. But you guys haven't well, given me again. I, I mean, I, only thing Sam told me so no, far. No, I is haven't. The Hunt for Red October. That's possible. I need something that, that is gonna to? make me gonna make me stand up and wanna Crimson, sing Crimson, and, want, and wanna sing America the Crimson Beautiful. Tide. Crimson Tide. Oh, Crimson that's Tide. A good one. Gene Hackman and Denzel. Denzel. Actually I'll I'll go with that one. Yeah. Okay. I'll actually go with that. That's a good one. That's good. Okay. Have you that, seen that movie? I have seen it, but it's not something you know, my, my guy James Goldafini. He's in that movie, and I know you love The Sopranos, yeah, Greg. So mm-hmm. I might go back mm-hmm. and watch that. Yeah, yeah. I just want something that is is is, you yeah. know, Fourth of July worthy. Get a hot dog, get a get a get a cold beverage, and sit something and watch something patriotic. And that's going to be Eric's By world. Way, that's going to be my bro- day. Okay. Since you brought it up, have you were you a fan of The Sopranos? Oh, absolutely. I can quote every line. Them? Yes. Okay. Me, me and you can sit down okay. and talk Sopranos anytime. See, so then I would go back after you watch. Um, Crimson Tide, then go back and watch the first episode of Sopranos again because I bet it's been a minute since you watched it. Yeah, I dude. do that with some shows. I you know, I watch them for a while, and I stop, and I come back, hit that first episode or the pilot episode, and you remind yourself why you enjoyed that show. Well, here, Greg, but Crimson here's... Tide will bring up something. Good. Crimson I Tide. I was say, Crimson Tide brings up something that I had forgotten about, but yet we were talking about this yesterday in that, you know, there's you can't find pretty much any building anymore where you can smoke. And just walk even outside in some places where you can't smoke. But yet they talk about how they used to smoke, and I can't imagine this, on submarines. Oh, well, Gene Hackman had his, Ooh, had his cigars. Yes, yeah, so Gene Hackman had a cigar going on in the submarine, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how are you going to do something like that? Oh. <laughs> anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Eric, we got you on the air here, and this is your segment. Uh, a remembrance from an early 4th of July with you, with the family growing up. Something that maybe is you know dull in college years. Where, what's the Fourth of July that you remember for whatever the reason that it sticks out to you? Actually, it's it's actually just last year in 2021. My brother, my big brother in Indiana, uh, purchased his first home. Had the whole family come out to Indiana to celebrate his new home, and he's the cook in the family. I, I didn't get that gene. I'm the sports guy. He's he's the cook in the in the car guy. And uh, he wanted everybody to come back this year, but I said, hey, man, I got a new gig on uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings and this year on the Monday mornings. So I, I can't come this year. So uh, last year, going to Indiana and spending it with my big brother at his new house. That was my best 4th of July in recent times. There you go. All right. You got one? All right. All right. You? I didn't even need any particular one. I mean, I, I know you covered this up. I have covered, covered up, this though. event and growing up and in, in, in Birmingham, proud to our family moving here. They have a big tradition there. 
of uh, fireworks on the mountain. Red Mountain this is the end of the Appalachians in Birmingham, and, and, and TV Hill is up there on top of the Red Mountain is where the television stations are located, the highest point in the city. And they're Vulcan, this iron structure, because Birmingham, that's where Birmingham was built on the iron and steel, Pittsburgh of the South and that type of thing. Right. And that's where we would watch anywhere from the city. We could watch the fireworks go up there. So any of those, those years. And then the first year my family moved here, uh, obviously at the Peachtree Road Race, they had the Salute to America parade that we no longer have. And I mentioned that the Grand Marshal was Flip Wilson. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the band I remember mostly was T.W. Josie High School all the way from Augusta, where I would end up living for a few years. The sports Rail was down there now. But, but, but yeah, the, I remember that. Um, moving to Atlanta and, and experience that. And obviously going to Braves games for fireworks. Top of the class triangle building at Century Center right off of I-85. Yeah. Working down the dial there for all those years. I did the night shift and became friends with a couple of the uh, maintenance people. And our, our engineer had a key to the roof. And again, y'all come down 85. Come down 85, you can know that area. But we'll tell that story in a minute. Coming up, 8 o'clock hour, stick around. Bob Rathman's going to be joining us. I got a casting call for you. And Sam and I are going to talk more. Fourth of July facts and just things going on is we are here for the 52nd Peace Tree Road Race. We're in the heart of Midtown in front of Colony Square. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.